Goodbye, University. Welcome, everyone, to your next GVU course. This is the Get Right with Action series. I'm Jeanette Ma, the Good Vibe Coach, and I'm delivering this three-call course designed to help us get more aware and more comfortable about how we engage action, both in our daily life and in our manifesting practice. So we'll start today with what conscious creators need to know about action. We're going to lay the foundation today. And in the next call, we'll talk about the different types of action and evaluate the ones we've been taking. And we'll wrap this course up with how to overcome some of the most common challenges we experience on this subject, including help for procrastinators and workaholics and what to do when you don't know what to do and other situations that are worth troubleshooting when it comes to action. We'll also cover the art of doing nothing, when to engage it and when to stop doing that, because that's a really powerful one to include, I think, in this subject. But today, we're covering the basics, so let's jump right on in. First, I want to discuss the role that action plays in our manifestation process, because most of us were raised to believe that action is what matters in life, that if you want something to happen, you have to go out and make it happen yourself, that there's no gain without pain, and you got to hustle in order to succeed, and staying busy is the way to get what we want. And, you know, many around us glorify hard work. Like in our culture, it's a virtue to struggle (laughs) and to make a strong effort. In fact, we even ridicule or dismiss those who don't. We call them good for... We, I don't mean we, conscious creators, but muggles. They call them good for nothing, lazy, goof-off slackers. They're not favorable descriptions. And that really leads to a very big misperception of what action is for and its role in getting what we want. In fact, even some conscious creators believe that action is required in order to get what they want. And this is another thing. You know, many of us have our self-worth and our receivability, you know, tied up in how hard we work for something. Like, many people aren't comfortable receiving something for quote-unquote nothing, You know, we don't feel right about it unless we've worked for it. And that's how ingrained it is in us to work for the reward. So let's get straight once and for all about the role of action and how conscious creators engage it when we're on top of our manifesting game, when we got a good handle on this. That's what this series is designed to do. And I want to invite you to come to your own conclusions on this subject. I'll share what I've learned from other teachers and my thoughts on the proper role of action in our manifesting process, but that doesn't mean it has to be yours. And we will hear a variety of of, of opinions from different LOA teachers. So listen for what rings true for you and then honor that. And also know that your own understanding or beliefs about action may evolve over time. So keep that in mind as well. All right, let's start with one of my favorite LOA teachers, Mike Dooley. Here's his take on action. He says that we should do whatever we can from wherever we are with whatever we have. He says that it's not our job to hit the home run. That's universe's job. But it is our job to throw a lot of pitches. (laughs) So do what you can from where you are with what you have. He's really talking about, you know, turning over stone after stone after stone. Just keep on moving forward. And um, that's really the core of his message on this subject. And I can't say that it's my favorite one. Uh, I, I, th- I think there's some stuff about that works really well and does ring true for me, but I think there's some missing pieces that are an important distinction. So let's move on to another LOA teacher, Bashar. 
he's a fun one I enjoy quoting because he tells us that action is something that we do have to take in order for the downloads and the inspirations to continue. Because he says if we don't follow up on those inspirations by taking action on them, the downloads and inspirations will eventually stop. Because there's no reason to keep sending more when we're not doing with the ones that we already got. So he says that um, it's important that we take action, but here's how he defines it. Following your highest excitement. (laughs) That's the action he wants to see us take. And his message is about um, following your highest excitement or acting on your, your, your favorite joy or your highest passion to the best of your ability from wherever you are right now without expectation of results. Let me say that a little better, because that sounded kind of convoluted. So Bashar's key message is to follow your highest excitement to the best of your ability from wherever you are right now. Take it as far as you can until you can go no further with it and do it without expectation of results. And then he says, when you can take no further action on that thing, then look around for the next exciting thing. And he reminds us that following our excitement is the shortest, straightest, fastest path to what we want. Even if it doesn't seem connected <laughs> to what we desire, it's, it is connected because we have excitement for it. That's how you know it's relevant. I really, really like that message. Uh, and I love this quote from Abraham. I've got a lot of Abraham quotes here, but I really like this one. This is a really good one. Hard work is not the path to well-being. Feeling good is the path to well-being. You don't create through action. You create through vibration. And then your vibration calls action from you. I think that's a powerful message on this subject. Here's where I've landed in general after studying a wide variety of teachers on it. And also based on my own experience and that of other clients. Action is for enjoyment. It's one of the joys of being human on planet Earth. It's not something we have to do in order to survive. It's for joy. (laughs) It's for fun. It's to feel good. There's no other reason to do anything other than that. I think it's because we like, the reason action feels good when we're taking the actions that feel good is because we like getting our hands in the clay. It can be very rewarding to be molding things. But really, the primary purpose of action is for enjoyment. And I know some of us have some limiting beliefs around that in some areas of our lives, but that's our limitation, not the systems. And it's also true that some people use action as a way to get aligned, meaning like once they do this, then it's easier for them to believe in that. And and belief is a key component to our alignment. So sometimes taking action is what helps us get aligned. So that's another reason to engage it. We can't get in alignment any other way. But when you're taking action that you don't enjoy because you think you should or because you think you're supposed to, that's actually working at cross-purposes of yourself and your desires if you're not enjoying that action. If, because if you're not feeling good, you are headed away from what you want. Remember, Abraham, unhappy journeys don't have happy endings. Conscious creators know that vibration is what allows our desires to manifest, not action. It might look like it's the action we take that's making the difference because that's what we can see. We can't see vibration. So it's really natural to attribute that this came from that. Doing this thing led to that result. But that's not what's really in play here. You know, like when someone sees their friend 
getting healthier and sexy after joining their Zumba class, it's easy for them to conclude, Zumba, woohoo, that's how you get healthy and sexy. But that would be an unhelpful and an inaccurate conclusion because there are plenty of people in Zumba who don't get healthier or sexier. I'm not picking on Zumba. It could be yoga or jogging or a gym membership or a diet. It could be anything. When a person does something that they enjoy, that's what makes the difference. It's the enjoyment, the alignment, not the action. (laughs) So many people, they incorrectly assume that doing this leads to that, but it's the alignment that did it, not the action. And we don't all experience the same type of joy or alignment, using those words interchangeably, for the same actions. For example, um, my mentor, Gina Gabellini, when she told me the way that she built her coaching practice was she would meet someone out and about in the world. They were really cool and she had fun with them and she'd be like, hey, I would love to work with you. You should hire me as your coach. Okay. She had joy in that. She built her business doing that. I, um, that, sounded like, that sounded like torture to me. If I had to do that in order to build a business, I would not be in business today because it would not have worked for me. I would have hated every minute. I'd rather have had a job. So it's worth recognizing that um, something that you love may be someone else's torture and vice versa. So this is really individual work for us to figure it out for ourselves. So the way I see it is that the purpose of taking action is for joy, period. Not to make something happen, but just because we want to, because it's our, it's our highest excitement. <laughs> Uh, Let me quote some more of Abraham on this subject. Abraham says, Creating through action is mediocre at best. Creation through alignment of energy is where all of the masters and all of those that you revere have found their place. You cannot be a magnificent creator without alignment to the energy of the power that creates worlds. They're talking about, you know, Buddha and Jesus when they talk about the ones that we revere. Not when I was talking about earlier about how our society sometimes glorifies those who struggle the most. (laughs) Abraham goes on to say, do the alignment work first, and then the action is inspired. So tune in, tap in, turn on to the energy, and then do whatever you feel inspired to do. We don't mean motivated. Motivated is trying to fix it when it's going wrong. Inspired is when the vortex is calling you toward it. It's that feeling of inspiration, of knowing the rightness of it. You just can't hardly stop yourself from doing it. It feels so right to you. Whereas the motivation is, I need to do that. Don't make so many decisions about what you're going to do or not to do, Abraham says. Make decisions about how you're going to feel and then do anything you feel like doing. You'll be way more active in your aligned state. It's so funny how that works, you guys. I've noticed that. So Abraham's main message is alignment first and then do what feels good. And the way I say this is, okay, do you know what you want? Like when alignment, here's alignment. Do you know what you want? Do you know what it looks like? Do you know what it sounds like, feels like? Like plug into that when you do, you're aligned. And then what sounds good next? <laughs> That's my take on alignment and then. There's another really cool suggestion from Abraham, though. Go For those who feel kind of stuck, like, you know, look, I, I, I don't love my job, but I got to do it, you know, because if I don't have a job, life's going to get bad in a hurry. Abraham says, look, go do what you need to do and be happy more, chill more, have more fun, look for more reasons to feel good and don't try so hard. I like that. 
for someone who might be feeling overwhelmed, like, what do you mean? Only do what feels good. Like that's such a foreign concept for them. It would be a completely, a complete overhaul of their life. I like Abraham's words, like, just do what you need to do, but work some more happiness into the cracks. And as you do that, you're going to start to see a shift. Here's Bashar on this subject. Taking action is very important. We are referring to the idea of taking action on the things that excite you the most. Let me, let me actually put that quote in context. This is kind of long, but I think it's worth hearing. Okay, so Bashar says, Downloading is the first part. Taking action is the second part. It's like electricity. If you are receiving information or inspiration, if you don't actually flow that information through you, and apply it by physical action, then there is no point in the continuation of downloading information. Don't short-circuit its ability to be applied in physical reality. The downloads will seem to cease because there is no reason to pick up more information if you haven't already used what you've been given. In order to really use the information, to allow more information to come through, taking action is very important. We're referring to the idea of taking action on the things that excite you the most, because excitement is the physical translation of the vibratory energies that represent your true self. And he continues, the, the basics of taking action are that you must also be passionate about being passionate. Many people will say they are following and acting on their passion, but they give up all too easily when they don't get what they expect. If you're not passionate about being passionate, then the idea of passion won't be sustained. The idea is that which truly you're passionate about, you would never give up on. You would look for any avenue, any methodology, any way whatsoever to pursue that idea. So when we say taking action, it is with the understanding that it is to be without specific expectation. You can have the expectancy that it will bring you what you need or require, and it will increase or accelerate, expand your joy, your creativity, your passion. But the expectation refers to the specific way in which you might envision a thing coming to fruition. The idea is that your physical mind does not have the capability of knowing how a thing may manifest. So, again, the message there is that the primary purpose of action is enjoyment, and it works best when it's an expression of our passion. I've got a little bit more from Abraham on this. Um, the ooh, ooh, I like this. So, it was someone asking a question about, they were trying to understand, how can you create what you desire without taking any physical action? Here's what Abraham says. You've already created it, what you want, with all that you've been living, and it's waiting for you. It's offering a signal, and all you have to do is hone in on that signal. And you can tell when you're honing in because you're feeling better. And you can tell when you're getting closer because you're feeling lighter. And you can tell when you've really honed in because you believe. And you can tell when you've consistently honed in because you know. You just know life is good, and you just know you're stable, and you just expect it to be good. And now you're moving through life doing the action which is delicious, doing the action that supports your knowledge of well-being. In other words, you'll get tuned in and you won't cease to act, we promise you. When you're tuned into the energy that creates worlds, the inspiration to call this person and go there, that inspiration will flow through you. You'll be the busiest, most active person that you've ever known in your life. <laughs> but the inspiration comes first and inspires the action. The action doesn't create. I really like that for for people who, I, I think, the reason anyone might want to think or wish that they could just twinkle their nose and it would appear before them is because they've worn themselves out or they've, 
they've created some sort of limitations whether it's in their belief or their capabilities something's something's getting in the way of their recognizing the joy that comes through taking action and what abraham is saying is that look when you get lined up you're going to be inspired to move like it's going to be harder to do nothing than it is to do that something and that's what you want to be engaging um really what they were saying is that the path of least resistance is not sitting in silence <laughs> uh, and and having said that you guys i have had seen magical things unfold before a person ever even lifted a finger so it certainly does work that way not, they're not just rare occasions too i mean i see that a lot but but i don't think we should be afraid of action or think of it as something negative so a couple other abraham quotes i thought were worth sharing with you we want you to resist the urge to act and to encourage the urge to rather than taking action to find a pla- a feeling place of well-being that was their tip because so many of us are quick to do something when we recognize what we want we're like okay what should i do next look i even know savvy creators who go to that i've done it myself so i i know how easy it is to default to that habit of taking action but abraham says we want to encourage the the urge to find a feeling place of well-being and then in another quote they said um when you're in that place that you acknowledge as alignment and you feel an impulse we would encourage you to follow it that impulse is a further manifestation in other words the emotion of well-being that you were feeling before it is then exaggerated or becomes more specific with the impulse to act and that's what we say get into the vortex and then follow inspiration uh, in another oh no this is the same quote we would follow every impulse that feels good that we have physical time and energy to follow and when you get in the mode of that you find yourself energized and other people might look at you and say how do you keep that schedule <laughs> but you're not having hard keeping it because the inspiration is fueling you <laughs> hey i've lived it and i've had some people be like oh my gosh i don't know how she thinks she's okay they haven't actually said this to me but some people have questioned jenette for someone who's relying on alignment to manifest her fabulous life you sure seem like you're doing a lot of stuff <laughs> Well, I'm doing I'm following inspiration. And we know it isn't my action that's making things happen. It's my alignment. Okay, so we've looked at action from the perspective of muggles who rely on it exclusively to make it happen, and I've pointed out how that's not how our system is designed to work. But let's look at it from the other side now. For some of those creators who have a strong disdain for taking action, like thinking that the role of allowing their dreams to manifest means they don't have to do much, that they should just be able to focus on what they want and see it materialize before their very eyes. Look, I know that that is true to a large extent, but I also don't think that we came here to sit on the couch and twinkle our nose and never lift a finger. I think that part of the fun of being here is engaging life in a hands-on way. Like getting our hands in the clay is part of the fun and doing what we love is is a big part of the joy of being here. So when it sounds better to just lay in bed and let it happen magically, that's all well and good, but remember what Bashar said about following your highest excitement. And look, let's face it, on some days our highest excitement is to take a nap. That's that counts, that's valid. Um also remember what Abraham says, to follow those impulses once you get lined up. laying in bed or couch surfing is really truly it's only fun for so long 
And that's where action comes in to help us experience more joy in life. My point here being that alignment doesn't mean you're not doing anything. All right, so let's keep that in mind and and not have um, that kind of resistance to, to taking action. If you've got that flowing, you might be blocking some of your inspirations or um, or kind of um, handicapping your alignment even. Okay, what I would love to see you do this week is to examine your beliefs about your habits around action. And if you heard anything from Abraham or Bashar that really lit you up, I'd suggest writing that down so that you can remind yourself of it through your manifesting journeys. Because it's easy for us to get sucked into the old ways of doing things when we're surrounded by muggles who believe that we have to make it happen ourselves and who are coaching us to do that. (laughs) So let's plug ourselves into powerful reminders. I hope you heard something here that really rang your bell. And, And this, what we've talked about here today, really is the template for the rest of our course on action. Your next call is going to be on the 10 types of action and evaluating yours to help further refine your awareness around this topic and how you leverage it in your manifesting process. And um, yeah, we'll have some more fun after that. So thanks for listening. Happy manifesting. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please share them in the forum with us. Thanks, everyone.